In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm an Adam Sandler movie, and I'm Evan. I'm joining you, N Media Res. And I'm Ronnie. Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We're currently covering Moonlight. I don't remember who made it. CBS or some shit? <laughs> CBS <laughs> made it. It's on the CW seed. It shows just all over the place in every format, yeah. every way, shape imaginable. We're we're going to be discussing episodes 11, 12, 13. Nope. 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 I, I'm, I'm trying to look over Evan's shoulder, but he's not looking at right now. Or uh, the fuck. <laughs> we're not talking about the yet. We're talking about Moonlight. Anyway, I don't, we're, we're covering the last four episodes. Look it up yourself, you useless bitch. Uh, I'm sorry, audience. I shouldn't call you a useless bitch. I'm probably gonna, uh, I'm probably we're, gonna we're talking bleep. about Moonlight. I'm probably going to bleep what show you were talking about because that's essentially like three or four shows away. Yeah, just that's do whatever fun, you got to do, Ronnie. That's a fun little intro. teaser. That's a fun little yeah. uh, mystery for the fans. Anyway, now that Ronnie has made me sound like a human, I have, uh, before we discuss, shit, fuck, before we discuss the final four episodes of Moonlight, I have a little bit to get to. A little bit. What? A little bit. Just What's a little bit. bit. Uh, it, it would be about Critical Role, but I feel like if I do a fourth week about Critical Role, I'm going to get kicked off the podcast. Mm-hmm, that's so true. So in, instead, my question to you both is... If you could get sired by one vampire, who would you want to sire you? Oh. Hmm. Do, does this come with, like, them mentoring you and being your daddy? There's and... there's definitely a bit of, like, daddiness going on with being okay. sired, yeah. Okay, I mean, not beyond just the uh, very intimate, visceral... Touching and caressing and neck biting, and thrashing, right? Yeah. That, right. that beyond that, there's there, a lot of licking in this vampire show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So beyond beyond that initial encounter, you're talking about a vampire sire that will yeah. mentor you and push you in the right direction or and, the wrong one. You know, well, the the right relative to your new character that you are now. Yeah. You're, you're vampire Andy now. Yep. You're not old Andy. You're a whole new person. Mm-hmm. All right. This is... Uh, hmm, 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 hmm. Mm. Tricky one. This is very tricky. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good... There's some great vampires. ones. Vampires. Hmm. I just keep... I just keep thinking of Lestat. That's a good choice. He's he's good at that mentorship thing. He goes a little overboard with it, in fact. But uh, he'd definitely show you a great time. Yeah. Oh, he'd be a blast. Ronnie, are you ready? Um, by which do you mean... Is Ronnie Googling best vampires to pull from? Then yes, Oh, I totally forgot ready. that you've seen zero vampire content. See, I, I, uh, I want to make sure everyone uh, knows. Ronnie has seen, because you might have missed it, Ronnie has seen zero vampire content. I keep forgetting Ronnie, this about you. Ronnie wants the Count from Sesame Street to be his daddy. No, I don't think that would be very good. I think he would just like... 
What time did I tell you to be home? Seven, eight, ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're grounded. That was very good. So I'll go while running Google's. Um, mine is a bit of a deep cut. I'm going to say Thomas from the Dresden Files. Oh. Yeah. Good oh, answer. Oh, that's a good. I. Oh. Andy always comes up with the best answers after I've already given the obvious answer. Andy's Andy's got them good secret answers well, locked away. Well, I get to marinate on the question about 30 seconds before I hit record because mm-hmm, that's when mm-hmm. I decide what the bit is. So I had a 30 second head start on you, babe. Yeah. Yeah, that's not fair. Uh, for those of you who haven't read the Dresden Files, Thomas is air quotes a heterosexual. He's not a heterosexual. He's not a heterosexual. We're we're vetoing uh, Jim Butcher's and his canon, his in this weird case. homophobic rant in that one book. Yeah, but um, the Dresden Files are great. Besides that, and <laughs> besides that, uh, Thomas is very very flamboyantly gay, and he's a he's a, a member of the White Court of Vampires, which is like. Uh, emotional, like, sexual vampires, and Thomas is the best. He's a hairdresser, and he goes to a party naked. Yeah. Like, well, it's a costume party, and he's dressed as an angel, but he has, like, a loincloth and wings and strappy sandals. And, and glitter. And glitter on him. And this is a heterosexual vampire, they say. Yeah. And by they, I mean Jim Butcher says, oh boy. So he would be my sire. We'd get along great. Yeah. All right, Ronnie, you're up. I'm up. Boy, I guess it would be awkward. I mean, last week we did talk about vampires, vampire, the vilfs out there, vampires I'd like to, <laughs> to fornicate with. Um, and the vampire that I selected was a dad. Um, and, and I guess it would be weird if I went back to that well, and I and I, I don't intend to do that. Um, for me, it's a tie. I I, I realize now that I, I have seen one vampire, and that's uh, Marceline from Adventure Time. Oh yeah, she's fun. Yeah, I just feel like it would be a good time. You know, a little, a little you know, she, you know, point me in the right direction, wiser. It's like a thousand years old, knows a lot of people. I have good connections, good networking abilities, go on lots of adventures. Um, Aren't vampires in that medium different from other vampires? Yeah, they're also like demons too. Um, uh huh. Oh, not like that I'm Buffy. Not that I'm critiquing your your choice there. No, nah, it's cool. That's just just good. you know, uh, ram me over here, Evan. It's fine. The vampires in Buffy are also demons. You're good, Ronnie. Yeah, no, I. I legitimately yeah. wasn't critiquing your choice. I think Vamp, or I think uh, Marceline is neat. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a tie between Marceline and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, good old Count Chocula because because uh, I do a love breakfast cereal. Chocolate daddy. Mm-hmm. Chocolate daddy. Chocolate vampire daddy. Mm-hmm. 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 I want to uh, suck your chocolate flavored milk. Andy and I with us, just with us crazy straw. Andy and I started watching uh, Angel after Andy kept insisting that it was the better version of this show, mm-hmm. and uh, 
James Marsters as a vampire is in it for like one episode and he's very good. I like him very much. He uh he plays William the Bloody, aka Spike, and he's in a bunch of Buffy. He's in one episode of season one of Angel, and then he comes back for season five, and he's in mm-hmm. like every episode of season five. He's got a good face and a good voice. He does. Anyway. He also does uh the audiobooks for the Dresden Files. He does, and he yeah. does a great job. Does a phenomenal job. So he's also the voice of Thomas. I've mm-hmm. I've also been uh been procrastinating on my uh my moonlight watching. Uh, by uh, taking in a little bit of the who of the uh, I don't know who makes it I guess, but it's the uh, what we do in the shadows series. Oh, um, I haven't started watching that yet. I have not seen the movie, so I can't compare. Maybe a little bit backwards of me to start this way. Um, I'm enjoying it immensely. It is very good, hey. and 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 it is very adherent to the lore in a very funny way. In a show that in a way that this show. Yeah, it doesn't give a shit about. Um, so that's what I was doing while I was not watching Moonlight, was watching other mm-hmm. vampire content. So now I've made a liar of myself. Yeah. I've watched oh, one shit. vampire content. I could have Taika YTT turn me into a vampire. Why didn't I think of that? That's a good one. That would have been a great choice. That would have been great. I'm going to go back and change my Lestat's such a predictable answer. It's not a bad answer, but it's so predictable. I'm going to have Taika YTT turn me into a vampire. That would be awesome. All right, let's talk about this show about vampires. We're doing episodes 13, 14, 15, and 16, the last four episodes of A Moonlight. Uh, You will recall from the episode prior that Mick had just taken some kind of a vampire cure and got turned into a human. So he's just like, doodly doodly do. Life as a human's great. I'm going to eat all these cheeseburgers. I'm going to go to the beach. A vampire who's a plastic surgeon kidnaps Beth and the new district attorney. And Mick is like, oh no, I can't save her from the vampire if I'm not a vampire. So he has Joseph turn him back into a vampire. The cure's gonna, like, expire after a while anyway. But he's like, no, no, gotta be a vampire again right now. So Joseph very homoerotically turns him into a vampire, and he goes and saves Beth and the new DA. Uh, There's also some, like, oh, what's our relationship situation between Mick and Beth? Uh, Episode 14, Mick gets this job where he's assisting a celebrity. I I don't understand how exactly this relates to being a private investigator. He's, like, I guess trying to figure out who's leaking her location when she moves because she keeps getting followed by paparazzi. I don't know. It's, It's a thing so that he can follow around this celebrity. And then the celebrity gets killed, and uh, they think it's, like, somebody who was stalking her but it was actually the head of the studio because he'd sunk a bunch of money into this movie that she was going to be in and couldn't pay his investors back and he insured the movie and so he was going to get insurance money but the only way he could get the studio to cancel the movie is to kill her. So he kills her. Um, I don't remember what this has to do with vampires actually. Are any of them vampires in this? Um, I don't know. 
there's there's some vampire photographers. Um. Oh yeah, he, he yeah he's got like a contact who's a vampire. Yeah, it's not. It, this isn't a vampire crime. Yeah. And again, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it later. It's just kind of like the end of it is very easily just wrapped up because mm-hmm. there was only five minutes left in this, you know, 48 minute show. Oh, by the way, Mick and Beth are dating now. That's now they're dating. Congrats, now they're dating Mick and Beth. Officially, it's official. They put they changed their Facebook statuses. We stand um, a complex uh, couple. Uh, episode 15, a little boy gets kidnapped and Mick seems really preoccupied with this kidnapping, and everyone's like, oh, hey, why are you so, why do you care so much? And uh, apparently, Mick had a war buddy who he thought was dead. Uh, this was back before he got turned into a vampire, way long, long time ago, 50 years ago or whatever. Um, yeah, he, he had a war buddy who everyone thought had died, uh, in World War II. And so Mick goes home to comfort this buddy's wife. And by comfort, I mean like her vagina. And they like, he bangs this dead guy's wife. And then it turns out he's the guy's not dead. And um, he comes back and Mick is just like, oh shit. And like pieces out of that situation. And so the reason he's so interested in this current kidnapping is because the child he th- that has been kidnapped, he thinks is his grandson. Um, the like 40 year old dude or whatever is he suspects is his son with that woman who he banged. Um, and there's this, all this intrigue. This isn't a vampire kidnapping either. It's just a weird kidnapper. And the sort of intrigue of this episode is Mick getting a DNA test to prove that, oh, it's not his kid after all. Episode 16. So I don't actually know what the fuck's going on in episode 16. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. It's a very weird season finale. It's a so, weird setup. It, I mean, it kind of like it is. It, it starts off a little murky because Mick uh, goes to this uh, fundraiser and Joseph is there and mm-hmm. Joseph apparently founded the college um, that the fundraiser is for in like the 1700s. And yeah, cause he's like 400 years old or whatever. Right. Yeah. The star basketball player from that. Uh, very good at basketball college's team uh, is getting uh, a war, getting an award and then also murdered. Um, he has been sleeping with uh, a vampire cheerleader who just goes to college and no one notices that she's been there for 40 years to um, sleep with her. And she's like, I didn't kill him. And then they were like, uh, well, who killed him? And they were like, well, he's been sleeping with his manager, who is also a vampire, who's married to his other manager, who is also a vampire. Everybody's um, a vampire in this show. Everybody's a vampire. Everybody's got that good, good vampirism. Um, so the vampire manager, her name is Emma. Uh, she gets arrested because 
the uh, the cops get to her before Mick does. Yeah, and, I remember it from here on out. She's going to, yeah. like, reveal that everybody's a vampire. You are not in the wrong here. There was nothing. There was no episode up until this point. So <laughs> it was yeah. it was just like time filler up until this point. How do we get ourselves into this situation up to this point? So, yeah, they had. So they had to steal her back from law enforcement and kill her so that she couldn't reveal to everyone that vampires exist. Right. So all the vampires had to team up and they had a very <laughs> dumb, bad plan that didn't work. And so they ended up just crashing the car. She was being transported in and grabbing her and then killing her with a flamethrower. Right. Well, it, they killed her with a flamethrower after like voting in like a vampire tribunal that like, yeah, yeah. And she was in some bondage gear that was not literally not physically restraining her at all. It was just like <laughs> ornamental. <laughs> she knew what she did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they, they vote that she can't be, cause she was going to rat everybody out if, uh, if they didn't break her out of prison, that they were all vampires and, uh, and she got out and the tribunal was like, mm, she's got to die. And so her and her husband vampire got flamethrowered together because true love never ends. Um, uh-huh. And then Beth and Mick, they're not going to be a couple anymore. Sad faces because they their worlds are too different. But also, Ben gets a list. Ben is, Ben is, we didn't talk about that. Ben is like new Beth's boyfriend, just like new boring oh, white yeah, guy he's, because he's old also boring the white new, guy dies. He's literally the new DA. Right. She's dating the new, she's literally dating the man standing in for, well, she's not, but. She's not, but, it, that, but their relationship is, is exactly the, this. That says a lot more yeah. about the relationship of like her and her fiance that like this, this guy has come in and she's just hanging out with him and their relationship is exactly the same. Yep, he's just a place filler for the other DA yep. who she was yep. also yep. dating. Yep. Um and uh and he gets a list under the door and it's all the vampires in Los Angeles. Ooh, and the, Ooh. the season ends there. Uh there was we'll talk about this in a minute, but there were some choice choice names on that that list. I looked at them <laughs> quite closely. <laughs> I would love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. Hey, Miles. Hey, Moz. I'd like to challenge you to find a song that you only heard once when you were a kid. Hmm. Okay, but I have a challenge for you, Moz. Oh, okay. I want you to find a song that was made by a celebrity. Oh, that's funny, because I'd like you to find a song that has a Pokemon in it. Oh, well, that's a real coincidence, because I want you to find a D&D song. Wait, 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 we, we, we do not have time to talk about all of these songs. This is a promo. Oh, dang it, you're right. Okay, all right. Where can we go and where can people go to talk about the songs that go with these themes? Well, they could always go and listen to Artificial Ghost Radio. Artificial Ghost Radio? Ooh, what's that? It sounds like a podcast that we might do. 
it could be potentially a podcast that the both of us do. Wouldn't that be a weird coincidence? As if we wouldn't just have a conversation like this in real life. Well, this is a totally natural dialogue. This is a natural dialogue that we have, naturally. Each episode on Artificial Ghost Radio, we challenge each other to find songs that fit extremely arbitrary themes. Oh, now that sounds interesting. But that can't be all they do. We also do this fun little segment by the name of The Wheel of Discord. The Wheel of Discord. And you want to know what we do on the Wheel of Discord? What do we do with the Wheel of Discord? We shuffle our music player of choice and we are forced to talk about whatever song comes up. That is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Where can this podcast be found? And when can this podcast be found? You can find us each and every Saturday on Luna Light Studio you get your podcast or sunday if you're in australia or sunday if you're with all the other cool people <laughs> ronnie i heard your baby yeah it's a baby nah. if you hear if you hear uh hiccuping or just adorable cooing or very not adorable screaming um, that's my baby. I'm sorry about that. That's friends. Ronnie's baby. Um, this is actually that's Ronnie's baby. This is the first interaction I've had with Ronnie's baby. Oh, indirect though it may be. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, that's not gonna work at all though. No, it's leave kidding. it in. That's not gonna work at all. You okay? You need your pacifier. So you might notice that from during the uh, first half of recording, uh, there was no baby present uh, during the first half of this episode, but now there's a baby present. How did that happen? Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, audience. (laughs) We're just going to carry on. We're just going to carry right on. Right. Yeah, we we had some... Oh, no, no, no. We we had some technical issues uh, during that first half, so we are... uh, We are uh, carrying on. Moving on. Excuse this little gap. Oh my goodness. Someone else. Someone else explain. Um. Um. So we're. It's just gonna sound a little different from the first half, and that's fine. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry, listeners. We had a little boo boo there. We gotta pick right back up where we left off. Ronnie is tending to his baby currently. Oh, this this episode's just, just, just a hot mess. We got things happening. We got babies in here. Thanks for that yes. recap, Evan. That was that was perfect and wonderful. Thank you. I'm sure you um, remember it exactly from when we had to pause. Yep. And now we're going to talk about exactly what we talked about in the recap. So, is Ronnie here? No, he's not. Ronnie um, had to take the baby away. To, wait, is that... <laughs> I, I am here. I am here, Ronnie's but back. I'm... Ronnie, I'm just, Ronnie you gotta ask the questions. Yes, this is customary. Oh, right. This is customary. Yes, as as is tradition. Um, we watched four episodes of Moonlight. Uh, we did. Hang on a second. I don't have headphones in. This is a freaking mess of an episode. I love it. I'm sorry, listeners. Oh goodness, I'm probably not going to. Um, we watched four episodes of this show, 
And you know I gotta ask. Apparently, I didn't know I had to ask. Yeah, but everyone knows that I gotta ask. Uh, Andy. Yes, Ronnie. These four episodes of CBS and the CW Seeds Moonlight, uh, did they work for you? These four episodes sure did work for me, Ronnie. A huge twist at the end. Wait, what, really? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed these four episodes. Okay. I'm suspicious of you, but okay. I got reasons. Okay, you got reasons. I trust that you got reasons. I believe fully in you and your reasons. Uh... I'm back. I'm back, and um, I'm also... I'm also real suspicious. I have my suspicions, and I and I don't know what to make of of this uh, this. I almost feel like betrayal uh, by Andy, but um, but uh, that just makes me want to know more. Uh, Evan, yes, Ronnie. These these four episodes of CBS's uh, vampire drama Moonlight. Uh, did they work for you? It's a twist. No, it's not a twist. Uh, they did not. Sorry. I, there was... Evan some hates very, everything but me. I, I, I hate many things. Yes, that's just kind of my lot in life. But I do love you. Yay. There was some strange... These. It's weird that these were at the end, to be honest. It didn't feel like a season finale. It felt very disjointed. Um, I wasn't into it, so no. Hey, Ronnie. Whenever you're ready, Ronnie. We, when, hey, yeah. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta know if these four episodes of Moonlight worked for you, buddy. No, they did not. <laughs> All right. This is creating so, great audio. So let's, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, let's let's Andy, talk about what worked. Yeah, I was just gonna say let's do let's let's, let's talk about the positives. I really we get into the am, negatives. am desperate to hear yeah what what swayed Andy here. So please do please do talk, Andy. The the sexy Joseph scene where Joseph and Mick fuck. Oh, you mean where Joseph turns Mick into a vampire? Yeah, where, which is which is down to tantamount to fucking. Yeah, it is yeah. Uh, typically in media an allegory for fucking. It was a very. It was very sexual. Uh, every vampire turning in this show is very sexual. And that one, they didn't, like, no homo it. That's true. I'll agree with you. I did uh, I did like that. It was a very, um, it was a blip in that, sh- that episode. It may be the only thing I liked about it. Also, we got to see Joseph fight, which was great. Joseph, like, got to do, Joseph did a lot in these four episodes, which I appreciate. Um, I liked Beth going behind Mick's back in episode 14, uh, titled Click, to, uh, get Joseph to murder that dude. That well, was I didn't, I didn't read the episode titles as I was doing the summaries, but my whole intro joke about being an Adam Sandler movie is because there's an episode called Click, as though we can right. just say that word without cultural baggage. I guess this like that's not that's not what cameras do. Cameras snap. They don't. That is click. true. Cameras mm-hmm. do snap. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. click. Remote controls click. Learn not about really, but they're learn clickers. about onomatopoeia show. Episode fifteen. Uh, 
Oh, that's the the weird World War Two one where Mick fucked his best friend's wife. Yeah. Um. The only thing I'll say personally, you can continue with your sure. positives, but um, I did like that we got some non-vampire crimes for a change in these ones. Yeah. yeah. But what a weird time to pull that out of the closet because these are the last four episodes. Hey, it's never a bad time to come out of the closet. But the vamp. Are, is vampirism an allegory for homosexuality in this? Uh, in this, no, but in everything else, yes. Well, in in that case, you'd expect the the coming out of the closet to be like the vampire episodes, and these are the non-vampire episodes. These these four episodes are the equivalent of coming out as straight. <laughs> <laughs> Already, then I'm not gonna not gonna touch that. I'll disagree with you. I don't know if I have anything positive to say about fifteen. Um. Yeah, it was it was okay. Uh, they're trying to like bring in another love triangle with this like new police investigator, and I feel like why would you bring in another human love interest when you already murdered the one, the first one, and then you haven't talked about him since? Yeah. Also, um, hold on, that's that's negative stuff. So episode sixteen, um, I like that we got to see like the vampire police again. They flamethrowered those people, which was pretty rad, and they were I, all dressed like dominatrixes. I, I absolutely loved, loved that the ornamental, uh, like, shackles and collar they had her in was not restraining her in any way. No. It was purely symbolic chrome. They were like bracers, like wide medieval <clears throat> bracers with chains on them, on her wrists. And they were linked by a very long chains to a thick chrome collar around her neck with like a lion's head or something on it to which the wrist chains were fastened. And she was just moving her arms freely and she could stand up and walk around and, and grab things. No, 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 not her. Not the uh, one with the flamethrower. The one getting flamethrower. Oh, yeah. She was, yeah, she had, Maybe they were magic. Maybe they were to suppress her vampire super speed and strength. Maybe there was a spell on them. Have we? I just thought it was cool. Yeah. I just liked how everyone was like, we're going to dress like a dominatrix for this execution. Well, I, that was a positive. Yeah. I I was agreeing. Yeah. Like, I loved it. Like, I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah, they were rad. (laughs) I liked, like, the, the vampire, the Los Angeles, or if, if I shall, the West Coast Vampire Avengers that we got, um, where all of the vampires we've met so far came together and brought their special skills mm-hmm. to pull off a very not very shitty well joke thought out caper. Yeah, the worst yeah. caper. Um, another thing I loved was the flamethrower itself. Yeah, the flamethrower was they great. Did, they did not burn the offending vampire at the stake or something, you know, something that would have been practical and consumed normal resources and would have been easy to do. They acquired a flamethrower. An old-timey, like, World War II flamethrower, too. I couldn't, I honestly could not distinguish the models of flamethrower well enough to know what era that flamethrower was from. But, um, I honestly, flamethrowers are so inefficient, I don't know if we use them anymore. But, yes, they had an enormous flamethrower that they used to kill two vampires with. This whole episode slapped. 16 was great. Uh, it, I, it was hit after hit. Um, 
it, there, it was a wild ride. It was it was the, a it was for me a, a roller coaster more than a a the, series of hits. But the uh, the the final bit too with uh, the vampires being outed to the new investigator love interest. That's a nice cliffhanger. Like that's cool. Yeah. Um, also the final best part is that we did not see, and I don't even remember her name, but Mick's first wife. We didn't see her at all these four episodes, which is great. Um, yeah. I do dislike her, but it's narrative. I, I'm not, okay. I mean, it is bizarre that that wasn't picked up again, but it's great that I didn't have to see her because I don't like that character. That's fair. That's, that's legit. So that's a positive. And those are, those are pretty much all my positives. One of the, the things that like. 15, I agree, was a total just like, why are we doing this thing? Um, and it feels like when I when I was watching it, it felt like the whole like Mick wanting a child kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But they do like set that up early that like that's whole that's Coraline's whole bag when he tries to kill her the first time is that she's like, I've got you a child, and, and we can be a family now. Like I have acquired you a child. Right, right. Like, th- there is there is at least something there to, like, build from. It's not just like, he's like, oh, no, you know, I always thought before I was, you know, 87 years old, I'd have a family, and now I'm getting to be 90, you know? Like, it was, it, there was something there. I don't, I don't care about anything else in the episode though so it 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 fell flat um but it, there there was there was a there was a monochrome a monochrome of like hey this is with the 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 plot that we are trying to convey here even if it took a long road to get here yeah um it was also, just such a it's weird it's a long it's it's always a long road to vampire town in these, in all these, ep- even, even that, even that episode 16, we talked about earlier, Evan, uh, during the recap that like everything that put the pieces into place for the caper didn't, it meant nothing. Like it was yeah. the most pointless thing. We just had to be, have a reason for all the vampires to team up together, Yeah, which was cool, but didn't, nothing made sense up until that point. Um, Jeff, jo- jo- Joseph and Mick fighting side by side together was just great. That was cool. Yeah, that was super cool. I was into it because he Joseph even has the whole like I'm a lover, not a fighter, and then it's like oh no, he could fight too. He could fuck and he could fight. Yeah, he and uh, Joseph just like not having the time of day for this like policeman, this this man law enforcer, this 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 investi. I don't know what the fuck he is. The DA? Yeah. Is that what he is? Yeah. He's the new DA. He is, in fact, oh, the... He, he, has, he is literally just the replacement yes, boyfriend. Yes, oh, shit. He has the exact same position. I thought he was a cop. No. Okay, this law man. Um, Joseph's just like, fuck this guy. Like, I'm not here for him. I'm here for mixed girl. Yeah. Leave the blindfold but, on. I, I, I truly think that Joseph was the best part of these four episodes, and I'm very glad that they, like, kind of centered around him a little bit more. He is by like far the best part of the show. Yeah. Sure, sure. For sure. He is like you the... talked before about like he has he has an excellent line read early when you talk about the going behind mix back to make sure that like the photographer gets his. Yeah, that was great. And it's like and and he's like uh he's like so like like how do you want me to handle it? And she's like, oh I don't know. Maybe you could just like, you know, 
pay him off. And he's like, do you think that's going to work? And she says, oh, no. And he's like, then I think you know how I'm going to handle it. And it was like, oh, yeah. He is the that, the Dritz Dordain of Wolfgar's story. Did so I do that proud right? of you for me. Did I do that right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody in our audience the, understands the, Mick that is reference. Wolfgar. He is the main character who is actually incredibly boring. But here is this very uh, much more interesting side character. And the show should have just followed him instead. Yeah. Anyway, I think we that pause signifies that we have run out of positives. We've we've yeah, let it yeah. dry. I mean, we've I mean, it I out. I have some things. I have some things that I'm like, what the hell is this about? But they they definitely like skew more towards the did not work than they did towards the did work. So I let me let me go ahead and ask everybody in attendance. Uh, what did not work about these four episodes? Why don't, of why don't you sh- why don't you share your um uh, things that just to ease us into the negatives? Sure, since sure. they're middle ground thing comments, perhaps. Yeah. Um, the creepy guy in episode fifteen, who is not a vampire but is a predator, um. His his plan is to cask of a monotolato my m- m- man's kid mm-hmm. just brick brick him up into a wall like what what is the end game of this situation is, is yeah, this, yeah like, who, knows? Is, who knows who knows what is th- I just I was like did he really just like the kids got bells inside and is and he's walking away and like oh jingle jingle um. My other thing is that Taylor Tierney, the uh, celebrity who was the focus of episode 14, kind of, not really. Um, That is our good friend Peyton List from Frequency. I thought I recognized her. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's the second time she's been in a not good episode of Ending Pending. Hmm. I mean, technically the fifth time because all <laughs> all the frequency was trash. Um, but yeah, another another uh, return guest. Uh, and then, uh, as we were talking about uh, the emo boyfriend of Taylor Tierney, um, Mick talks about emo music and why it's bad, and he says that everyone just copies off of Jimmy Eat World, which is how you get Dashboard Confessional, which. As a ch- an emo child of the 2000s, I take great offense to. I love me some Dashboard Confessional. Uh, and I also enjoy Jimmy World. So screw you, Mick St. John, with your, your elitist musical takes. Also, um, the, the main villain of the final episode, uh, I don't remember her name, but the, the evil Emma. vampire. Every decision she made the entire episode was the most irrational, poorly thought out buck wild decision. And it's hard to take a villain seriously when they're so incompetent and just like hysterical. Mm-hmm. And uh, at no point could I take her seriously or like her threat seriously because 
every decision seemed so bad and so obviously bad. Yeah, she was, she was, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking with her. Um, yeah. My biggest problem with these four episodes is, granted, I did not like Coraline, but she was the big bad of the whole thing. And she just fucks off uh, five episodes ago and never comes back. And her story's never resolved. Like, we don't know what she's doing or where she is or, like, what this thing with the French Revolution vampires family is about. They just drop that thread like a hot potato and it never comes up again. And I say never, I mean, not in the last four episodes, but was that, did they like lose that actress to another contract or something? Because it felt like they were just scrambling to come up with some, some junk to fill those last four episodes. And then they, they were clearly trying very hard to make the last episode feel like a, a season finale just by having, having the team up, you know, having all the, the other vampires we've seen thus far team up to do something. And having Mick and but, Beth get together. But it's like they wrote it the night before, you know? It's like they they wrote the plot, uh, like, hastily on a napkin and were like, yeah, good, good. Or they just tacked that like team up onto an episode that was already written that doesn't require a team up because that they're like heist thing that they do. So I mentioned this uh, a little bit already, but they have to team up quote unquote to get this vampire out of jail and kill her with vampire justice because she's going to rat out all the vampires. So they got to get her out of police custody. They got to bring her her to the vampire council or whatever. And they got to deal with her their way. So she doesn't spill the beans, but they make, they make out as though there's an elaborate plan that requires the expertise of all these different vampires. The, the tech vampire is like, Oh, the thing's not working. We don't like they don't have fucking Wi-Fi or something. And so they're like, well, what do we do? The plane is garbage and it fell apart immediately. They just crash the car that she's in and the door falls open and they just grab her. <laughs> they just like also drive a car in front of her and the car crashes and the, the door to the armored vehicle just flies open. She went straight from prison to vampire justice. How did she get that list to the D.A.? I don't know. I don't know. Unless it wasn't her. Her husband? Or somebody just who knows all the vampires in L.A. Oh, I wanted to talk about the names on the vampire list. (laughs) Yeah, read those off. Give give us, hit us with those. Oh, I don't have the whole list in front of me, but there were two that stuck out to me. One Uh was Vladimir Tepes, which, of course... Of course that guy's a vampire. No, it's Vlad Tepes, like Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Implying that Vlad, either Vlad the Impaler is alive and in Los Angeles, or a guy took an alias 
based on Vlad the Impaler for his vampire Sona. Big man. <laughs> like, Big man. a vampire needed to reinvent himself and just decided, like, I'm going to name myself Vlam- Vampire Vampersen. I'm going to I'm gonna be the moon moon of vampires, and that's going to be my secret human identity. And then there was al- also someone whose last name was Desaad on there, like the Marquis Desaad for whom sodomy is named. Yeah, so again, implying either that either this weird sex freak is alive and a vampire, or somebody in their vampire self-reinvention decided, like, yeah, I'm gonna name myself Sex Freak McVamperson. I'm sure there were more gold ones on there. How are you saying this is a bad thing? This is great. <laughs> this should be a positive. I just thought it was very heavy-handed. Like, that's a big... They made some bold choices with the vampire names on that list. They sure did. They should have had, uh, um... What's his name? The guy from, uh, from The Room. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau should have been the name on that list. I want to look, like... I wish He's I, always wearing sunglasses, just like Mick! Yeah, They basically know, dress the same. We know that the sun doesn't hurt vampires in this universe, even though they claim that it does. Oh my goodness. So many vampires just so chill about being in the sun. Just out in the it whole ass sun. Infuriating. After watching so many episodes of What We Do in the Shadows, where they are so adherent to that rule. Like, your your body turns to ash the second it touches sunlight. Like... Being back here where Mick just kind of has a hand over his eyes and he's like, oh, great. Now I'm pretending. It's just like, stop, stop <laughs> pretending that the sun has anything to do with anything. It's also you basically get dehydrated, which is what humans do. Like, get yeah, out of here. The sun fucks me up, too, Mick. You're not special. <laughs> I got sunburned from doing yard work. I guess I must be a vampire. I'll keep going. Episode 15 is like a treasure trove of bullshit relationship nonsense. That has nothing to do with vampire stuff, but I'm just going to, like, rattle down the line. Uh, Beth comes out with, she asks if if he loved the dude's wife who he had sex with. And she says, if if it, it, it wasn't wrong, if it was love, which is some notebook bullshit, which is. Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Fuck it the can notebook. still be wrong. It can still be wrong if it was love. That doesn't make any sense. She cheats on um, James Marsters, her beautiful, handsome fiance, yep. with fucking Ryan Gosling yep. in like the house he's building. And it, it's like, it's okay because it's true love. It's like, no, she's fucking engaged to a war hero. Yep. Like, call that dude up right now and break up with him and then fuck Ryan right. Gosling. Right. Jesus. I don't I don't care that Rachel McAdams' mom hid the letters for, yeah. that he sent for a year. That's not James Marston's fault. That's yeah. Not, he didn't do anything wrong there. He did with that guy. I don't, Ugh. I've never seen the Fuck notebook. the notebook. The only things I know about the notebook are you ranting about how I bullshit it is. I real mad. It's true love, so it's okay. No, no. Yeah. You don't get to cheat on your war hero fiance. He was a beautiful, handsome man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, and um, fuck Jean Grey for cheating on him, too. <laughs> Goddamn Wolverine. Jesus. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. She I, goes, James Marsters must have cheated on his agent. Like, with his agent's wife or something, because he gets cheated on in every single movie he's in. <laughs> um, Beth uh, continues talking about how uh, she feels jealous, and uh, or somebody's jealous, and she says, Your jealousy makes me feel desirable. 
So that's a cool, very unhealthy relationship that she's oh, in. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that. What a weird yep, thing yep. to say. That's bizarre. Then she uh, she goes on as they're talking about children, and she, quote, says, children are a part of most normal human relationships. And I'm saying this with a child strapped to my chest right now. Uh, fuck you. That's, that's super not okay. Lots yeah. of very normal human relationships have nothing to do with children, and they are probably better for it. I I was just so the, the the hoops that they jumped through in that episode to be like, Mick is a good guy. Like he might have like not known that he might have done something that was a bad guy, but he didn't know he's a good guy. And he just wants like what us normal humans want. It's so like, so mad that whole I thought that the backstory for how he wound up impregnating a woman was so convoluted. Yeah, it was they real complicated. They could have come to that, con- like, they could have arrived story-wise at the point of he had sex with someone, they had a child, or they may have had a, a child that he wasn't involved with, and now that child is involved in a kidnapping. They didn't need this whole, like, his buddy was paralyzed and they thought he was dead and he come home, came home from the war and mm-hmm. like none of that had right. anything to do with anything. It was such a, it took us such a long time to set up. It was so strange and it, and nobody could have possibly cared. And here's the thing. And, and they spent extra time to make sure we knew, well, he wouldn't have done it if he thought his friend was, a, and it's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe Mick has a character flaw. Maybe he did something bad in his in his 90 year life that you want to let us in. Like he is such like a golden boy that they can't let anything like besmirch that. It's like give him like some complications like this happened 50 years ago. It's okay if he did that. Like it's not okay. And he learned and grew from it. Exactly. Like it's it's so, so frustrating that like no matter what happened, they always frame it like. Oh yeah, here's the time where Mick wasn't perfect, and then they're like, "Nah, just kidding. He's super sweet. He's such a great guy." Like James Merson also I gets done. cheated on in Superman Returns and Enchanted. I just had to bring it up. He does get cheated on in Enchanted and in Superman Returns. I don't know that one. He's uh Lois Lane's new like husband before Superman Returns. He's just so doughy and so just like. Like let, let let's break that. Like I Are you do talking feel bad about James for him. Marston or James Marsters. James Marsden, the guy who plays Cyclops. Okay. Because we were just talking about James, James Marsters. Yeah. But right. no, this yeah, is this is a James Marsden defense podcast. Okay. Now. Right. I think he fucked his agent's wife, and his He's agent just so... is just like you're going to get cheated on in every movie ever. Like Hollywood must want everyone to think that he's just like unlikable and so like they root for Ryan Gosling and Wolverine but like I I feel so bad for him every yeah. single time and for real like he's so doughy and so good fuck Wolverine Cyclops is carrying yeah. the X-Men on his goddamn back I mean he's, I mean we could talk yeah this could be a <laughs> Cyclops defense podcast oh, until man. episode 90 like we, yeah. we don't need to get into that um but yeah, I, I was just uh yeah, it it's 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 that's frustrating. Just like yep. give give but James Marsden like love, so it's okay. Exactly. Why can't James Marsden have true love for once? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. 
I think it was true love for him. I think he truly loved each of these people. Hashtag love for Marsden. Let's yeah. let's get it trending, people. Um, the, yeah, the one other we thing we could have cut twenty minutes out of that episode by just cutting that whole thing. He just that convoluted. You know, he, had like, a, he had a fling. Yeah. He had a fling. When I he got, got knocked out. He war. got knocked out. Yeah, he had a fling we, when he got home from the war with some girl, and oh, oops, you know. So what? Um, my my biggest my I think this is this is my biggest issue with this whole four episodes because it, this is where it started. In episode 13, there is, like, this montage slash narration of, like, Mick just going on and on about how great it is to be human and how much he loves it and how much he loves fruit and sleeping in a bed and being and going to the beach. And I'm watching this like everyone who is watching this is a human, ostensibly. <laughs> we can we can we can assume Every human alive knows that being a human is not this good. So everything that you're saying is I'm sitting over here with my chronic depression and uh, putting on a little more weight than I'd like to right now because I'm, I'm a little sedentary with my child. And I can look at Mick St. John and say, hey, being a human kind of sucks sometimes. I don't believe anything that you're trying to tell me uh, is a little bit of bullshit. Well, also, they spent so long Showing us how he was walking around on the beach in, in the full sun. Right. Like, you can always do that, Mick. We've Every time. We've, just put your hand a little higher than your eyes. We've seen you out in the sun just fucking around, just having lunch outdoors at a restaurant. Like, they spent so long on this. It was so precious. Also, he looks like a huge creep. Walking on the beach in full clothes, like staring at bikini girls, and then like he like has his dress shirt unbuttoned and his chest out. Like Mick, just go put on a bathing suit, you weirdo. Right. Oh, and that's and and that same. Oh, I, I just talk about irrational moves. The plastic surgeon vampire in that episode, which I think I might have looked down at my phone for five minutes, and then I looked up and we were talking about plastic surgeon vampires, and I did not know how we got there, and I wasn't interested to try and trace the breadcrumbs back but like the new new boyfriend da guy um says hey we're gonna need to search your papers or whatever and the guy's like no no you're not and he's like oh well we'll get a warrant immediately goes full vamp like, like yeah dude like, let him get a warrant it's gonna take forever right, like, yeah like just it was just like you are trying to get caught by the police like what are you doing like it, it, he had such a short fuse like, which I, I understood because there were only eight minutes left in the episode and we had to turn Mick back into a vampire before it ended. But it was just like, why? Like, what, I, what are we doing here? How did we get here? I hate to talk about any sort of negative related to the very sensual moment of Joseph turning Mick into a vampire. Like, I, I hate to bring any sort of negative anywhere near that very homoerotic scene. But a lot of weight was, I feel, taken from it knowing that Mick would have become a vampire again anyway in, like, two and a half more weeks. <laughs> like, right. I think they said, like, it could be up to, like, six months or something. So, like, having the cure not be permanent, but then, like, making this, like, such a big deal that Mick is choosing to become a vampire again uh, was, was not as emotional and impactful as it could have been. No. I also, well, it, it kind of made... The entire last two episodes, pointless. 
Yeah, there because, should have been a couple more episodes of Mick as human getting his ass kicked. And stuff. Sure, yeah, because yeah. that was the interesting thing about him being human. First of all, he loves it because he misses being human and never wanted to be a vampire. So, like, there's this depressive struggle of him knowing that the vampirism is inevitably coming back and he's only got a few short months to, you know, live, quote unquote. Um, so seeing him struggle with that would have been interesting. It Like, he was just having a great time, though. We didn't see him really grappling with the, for him, existential dread of soon being a vampire again. Also, he he dumped that real quick. He, he was just like, oh, well, uh, this is a situation that would be slightly easier if I were a vampire, so vampy time again. And then three, um, the other interesting thing about him being human temporarily is that we see him dealing with consequences as a human, trying to figure out this life he lives as a because he has all these advantages when he's a vampire, trying to still do his job and still fit into his life and get things done as a human. Like that's that's the interesting trade off there that he wants to be human, but he's and we didn't get any of that. We were just like there were like a couple lines of like, oh, I used to be faster, and oh, I used to have a really good snoot, uh, but, but they not were enough. like, and they you were could kind have of ended them with. LOL sucks, right? Yeah, they were kind of quippy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, none of the interesting things about him being human were explored. But, but man, Joseph, turn it in. Very good. Um, anything else? There were some positives sprinkled into those negatives, which I appreciate, Mm because these four episodes were great. Do you do you sincerely still think that they're great? Was that like a real? Yeah, like I, I like I had fun with these four episodes. I mean, maybe they weren't great. Maybe I shouldn't use the word great, but like, I uh, I enjoyed them. Um, the the World War Two one kind of sucked, but like, the the Joseph one was was good, and the the final one was pretty good, and the, uh, the other one was like, yeah, okay. Well, then this is this is a good time to ask. Then, um, you know, we've we've watched sixteen episodes of this show, sixteen full episodes. Lila clearly didn't like it, um, but I but I gotta ask, uh, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. The whole kit and caboodle here. The whole uh, the whole dog's tail. Uh, did it work for you? Mm. So it's it's certainly not the worst show we've watched. Um, there was some good things about it. There were some ideas that could have been real interesting. There was sprinkled throughout some quality show material, but overall, no, it it just didn't follow through. It didn't follow up on its ideas. It didn't take them to their natural conclusion. It didn't give me meaty, good storytelling. Um, yeah, it, it also felt like they they just kind of ran out of steam after the Coraline thing went nowhere. So, no, overall, can't cannot give it the stamp of approval. Andy, yes, Ronnie. These uh these this whole season, the whole cat's meow. Did uh did it work for you? So if 
did it work for me constitutes would I recommend it to a friend? I would uh, recommend it with an asterisk of like, have you watched Angel yet? Because you should watch Angel first. And it's like, yeah, 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 I've seen Angel. And I'd be like, okay, well, like, have you seen Lost Boys or What We Do in the Shadows? Because those are both vampire things. They're like, yeah, 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 I've seen that. Okay, like, there's this show Moonlight. It's, it's not bad. You could watch that. That's another vampire show. Um, if they were like you, Ronnie, and were like, I've never seen any vampire thing. Like, what vampire thing should I watch? I would not recommend Moonlight first. Fair enough, fair enough. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> you mean you finished with an eh? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Riveting. Very nice. How how <laughs> out of character for you? I'd watch season two, but, like, maybe I was, while I was folding laundry or painting minis. You know. Yeah. Sure, fair enough. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Did, uh, did season one of CBS's and the CW Seeds Moonlight work for you? Um, I think it did. Yeah! And that could be ref- that could be reflective of, of again, I, I mean, after watching, like, six episodes of What We Do in the Shadows, um, and, like, like there's so much about, like, vampire lore that I just don't know, and I don't know how much of it is created by Moonlight and how much of it is, like, actual lore. Um, like, I did not know that, like, if you drink the blood of a vampire after they drain you of your blood that's how you become a vampire like i thought that was just like a whole cloth thing from moonlight um but it's not that's that's real uh, mm-hmm. or you know lore <laughs> um that's real that's how it works that's real that's exactly. real life vampire science ronnie um we'll get into it on I, the unnaturalists <laughs> exactly exactly uh yeah i just i i moonlight took some chances with stuff not chances but took some liberties certainly with vampire lore and some in some ways it was you know just convenient um for their shooting schedule and in other ways i think it was interesting you could argue that like vampires can show up on digital film but not on old-fashioned film like that that's a that's a fair enough explanation for me to uh to you know make that very convenient thing happen where there needs to be photos of mick at some point um I yeah it, it was it was you know come back to me after I finish what we do in the shadows and angel and uh you know twilight lost boys I don't know why I put twilight before lost boys um but I might have a different response but for for my first for my first vampire media I'm going to give it a solid uh C minus which in this case is a passing grade good job yeah. moonlight that is a passing grade Yep. There we go. Um, so if we were as a big if, if we were to pull back the the uh freezer, they sleep in freezers. That's like that's that, bizarre. That, that's, yeah, that is a weird That's thing. weird enough. That's weird enough. Uh if we pull back the freezer door on uh on, on Moonlight and we open up the sarcophagus of season two. Uh, what uh, what what is this show in season two? Do we have any ideas here? All Joseph, all the time. It's the Joseph Definitely. show now. Forget Mick. Mick and Beth are happily happily married, and uh, Beth has become a vampire in between season one and season two. 
and it's now following Joseph as like the the gay uncle to like their vampire baby and like Joseph is going on like wacky adventures on his own and like every so often has to like remember to bring a birthday gift and like oh well stuff like that Joseph is Joseph is a great source of plot because his current solution to everything is just throw money at it. Throw money at it or murder it. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's bound to be... Si- we know we know from this show that there's been situations in his life where he's had a crisis of not being able to buy or kill something. And that's been a big problem for him. Like his, uh, his comatose girlfriend who yeah. he vampire paralyzed. So there's meat there. There's there's stuff to dig in. With. Joseph is great. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I I definitely lead my show with Joseph. I I keep making the mix, but make him a very tertiary character. Um, oh yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't like kill off Mick or Beth or anything. Yeah, but they just yeah. be on the side, happily married, just doing boring hetero shit. Yeah. Um, I, I am like so invested in the nonsense of the the French revolution vampires. I want to see vampires and how they were intertwined in every single event of history. I want to see why vampires, uh, blew up Pompeii and covered all of, of Pompeii in, uh, in, in lava. I want to see Watch Angel. Uh, I want to see vampires and what they what they used Stonehenge for. I want to see why uh I want to see vampires uh as part of the Kennedy assassination and how uh Lee Harvey Oswald was a bad vampire who was actually trying to shoot vampire hunter Jackie Kennedy Onassis. Uh but hey, but we, uh we we know from the Avengers comics that uh, Shield killed JFK because he was a scroll. That's true. And we know from the X, the new X Men movies, that Magneto was trying to save JFK because he was a mutant, and that's why the bullet curved. And it was an anti mutant who, uh, like assassin who shot JFK. I kind of, I kind of want, like, wanted to enter in carefully to talk, like, making jokes about the Kennedy assassination because, like, I, I feel like that's a thing people are sensitive about. But I guess, I guess media. Oh, is and then we know from the Avengers movies that it was Bucky who killed JFK. <laughs> that's true. That's for true. Hydra, so Marvel's got all sorts of answers for us on what happened with yeah. JFK. Yeah, Mar- Marvel really shot the cannon indoors on that one. He uh, was a he was a he was a mutant. He was a scroll, or he got killed by Bucky, or all three. Maybe all yeah. three of them were well, probably all happening three, simultaneously. Yeah. But also vampires is what also I want to see. I want to see. I want to see that. And and Joseph is just kind of like going through time, uh, meeting with all these people and and you know, having sex with them. I guess I don't know. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what I want to see. Um, or never again, or never anything that has to do with Moonlight ever again would be fine. Um, but what are we, uh, let's, let's talk about, we're done Moonlight. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of, uh, Marvel Comics and, uh, and the properties therein, what, uh, Andy, it's your pick next. What show are we doing? Speaking of, uh, how Cyclops is right about everything, uh, we're going to do Wolverine and the X-Men. 
Which should have been titled Cyclops and the X-Men, because Cyclops carries this show on his back. Just like he ca- carries the entire Xavier Institute for Higher Learning. All 76 episodes. Or yeah, there's, a, there's a million episodes of this, so and I'm many. sorry. We're going to figure this out together. We're going to, you're going to. It's gonna, one season, pals, but it's very long. Yeah. I mean, it's animation. They just yeah. like, you know, they, they got as many places they can. They got as many, you know, assets. They're going to reuse them as much as they can. The best thing um, about it is how fuckable Nightcrawler is in it. Sure. Well, I think that's the best part of any. Yeah, that's any X-Men media. property ever. But um, except for X-Men we, Evolution because he's a child in it. But sure. Sure. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. But any anytime adult Nightcrawler's around. We don't know how we're going to handle this exactly. No, because it's long. Um, and so, yeah, it's long. Uh, pending pals, we ask for your patience. We ask for your, your feedback and ideas, um, unless it's negative. Uh, yeah, if you have a negative opinion, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to try and bring it to you the best we can, because this is a fun uh, thing we'd like to try out. There are so many shows. Like, like I want to do like a bunch of shows. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's like 26 episodes. And it's like, cool. Never gonna do that, I, but I'd like to. So I desperately want to do Young Adventures of Hercules to bring back Ryan Gosling, but it's like mm-hmm. forty six episodes. Yeah. It's one season, literally, literally forty. Yeah, it's one season, but it's it's something like forty seven episodes. It's it's outrageously long for one season. Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, which is a show that I very fondly remember, has fifty four episodes in its single season. That's, like, not okay. They just did that to spite us. Yeah, they knew that we were going to be here having this this suffering one day. Ugh. Ugh. We'll get to all that. But for now, our... Our Our, our dipping the the turkey on our plate. Yeah, the turkey on our plate is X-Men and... Or Wolverine and the X-Men. And we're going to get through this with your help, Pending Pals. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, uh, again, to... uh, let me give a quick shout out here to uh, Michaela. That's at L underscore Michaela 94 on Twitter. Uh, they were the ones who uh, who gave us the idea to do Moonlight. So yeah. and they've been following along in the, in the fan discord. It's been a great time. They 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 really uh, understand our, our misgivings about the show. And uh, and understand that they you feel very nostalgic about it. Um, and they and said so, that they were going to be listening along to this episode in between panels at Dragon Con. So I hope you're having a blast yes. at Dragon Con. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. And I'm live, very jealous. Live my Dragon Con life vicariously. Yeah, we wish we were there, but yeah, yeah. So thank you very much, fans. Never be afraid to send something in, unless you don't like your show getting torn apart. By a bunch of people who who think they know better. Yeah, we might say mean things about it, and I'm really sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to Michaela, but not. I mean, Michaela didn't make the show. That's I, true. I, I don't feel I don't feel bad for Mick St. John or Joel Silver, who is the the you know created by. That's got to that be a weird. pseudonym, right? That's what I thought. It was like I didn't notice it until after the episode where they were making like the drug out of vampire silver. And then the credits come up, and it's, like, created by Joel Silver. And I was like, <gasps> But, at any rate, um, you can also chat with us in our Discord if you uh, give money to our Patreon. Um, that's patreon.com slash Uh Give some bucks, and you'll get access to all kinds of media, 
uh, fan Discord access, live streams monthly. Uh, in October, we're going to be doing extra cool stuff um, with our uh, Lunar Light Drive. So definitely check that out. In November, our live stream, I'm yeah. going to be cooking. I'm going to be cooking live on camera. That's going to yeah. be so rad. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe we'll find out how to get some Lunar Light folks in on the chat there and have them chat with me as I make. I haven't decided what I'm going to make yet. I might put a poll up at some point. But, uh, but yeah, so many cool things that you can be a part of by donating to the Lunar Light uh, Studio at patreon.com slash LunarLightHQ. Um, if you want to find more of our stuff, you can follow us at, on Twitter at PendingPod. Follow us on Facebook at PendingPod. Follow us on Instagram at EndingPending. Send us an email, PendingPod at gmail.com. Uh, we actually, oh, snap. You know what? I'll save this for next time because we, we are already going long. But Nate sent us a nice email. Um, we so love you, Nate. Me, Thanks for the nice email. Remi- yeah, remind me that he did next time. We'll uh, we'll we'll round back and discuss that a bit. Oh boy. Uh, but until then, until then, let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's uh, we we've done this episode already in two shifts. I don't want to make it three uh, because if we have to clock in for three shifts, you know who we got. We got to let them know. No, we can't let Pawn Shop Lou we know. We can't. He's, yeah. he's a bad man. Don't tell Pawn Shop Lou. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Mm.